Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. Hello, everybody, and welcome on into this very special edition of Megan Fun of Sports. I have a new microphone, and I'm speaking into it like Delilah. Uh, you know, there's like a knockoff Delilah. Is there? Where is she? Well, so I, she's out here. You know how like um, radio is syndicated and I don't think everywhere got the rights to Delilah. I listened to maybe a This American Life or The Daily about Delilah. Delilah has like nine children, oh has, been, has been she's... married three times. You go, girl. Go off, queen. Delilah's um, lived a life. So anyways, everybody, welcome on into Megan Fun of Sports. I did get a new microphone and um, it made me think of Delilah because I honestly, Delilah gets a big bump during the holiday season because the light was what we always listened to for Christmas music. I'm glad that she's doing well now, considering that everybody's kind of shifted to Spotify, Apple Music, all the streamers. I'm happy for Delilah. She's yeah, she's a good I, one. I think when you're I mean, it's like the movie Babylon when Hollywood went from silent to talkies. It was like, ah, mm-hmm. not everybody could do it. Um, But she it's like I, I'm guessing she made enough. She probably has a serious show where she probably has like a deal that it's like, yeah, so sometimes I'll turn on the radio and go, OK, we're still doing this. I wonder if her real name is Delilah, because that is great marketing. I mean, there's only one. You only need the first well, name. Well, but then there's also, hey there, Delilah, you know, know. and then that what was a whole it? thing. And everyone was like, oh, my God, this love story. And it was like, no, it's just this woman that he's met one time and she thinks he's insane. Did you know she was like a, a runner, professional runner? And she yeah. also was up to be the volunteer cross country coach at Northwestern. She ran at Columbia. Yep. Very talented runner. I didn't know um, this. I know. I didn't know the Northwestern. Um, Anyways, welcome on into our show. (laughs) No no listeners are left. (laughs) All things sports. I am Megan Connolly. This is Megan Gailey, my co-host. Man, we got the NBA finals going on. We got a little bit of football news. Um, And uh, it's hitting me, Megan. This was the first weekend where I sat on my couch and I said, oh my God, I need college football. I need it so bad because I had nothing to do on Saturday. Mm. And there was nothing on TV except no disrespect to these guys and gals. They're doing great. But there was nothing on TV except for um, College World Series, uh, the regionals, the super regionals for baseball Mm. and the super regionals for softball. And it just wasn't doing it for me. So I have reached the point in the sports calendar year where I am counting down the days until college football arrives. Well, let me tell you, there is a very exciting sporting event on TV very early in the morning. You'll be on East Coast time. So it'll start at 845 Eastern time, 545 Pacific time. The French Open. We have got Carlos Alcarez, who is the new guard. He is the new Rafa. He is incredible. He's who I saw play in Palm Springs. He is taking on Novak Djokovic in the semifinals. I think this is going to be one of those matches that we point to in 10 years and go, it was the end of the big three because Rafa is now out hurt. He says he wants to come back and it's like, honey, I think we got to hang it up. Federer is hosting the Met Gala, so we know he's happily into retirement. Djokovic is kind of the last holdout of those three goats. And Mm -hmm. 
I don't, I think Alcaraz has his number and gets it done. And, and then I think it's, it's out with the old and in with the new. And it's really exciting, Megan. So I know you shared some very exciting tennis news with mm-hmm. me this week. I think this would be a great match for you to watch, to get excited for your future endeavor. So I should tell our listeners that I'm going to London for work, making a little vacation out of this work trip. So we are staying three day, four nights, three days in London after the work trip. And we are jamming a lot into those three days, including hopefully if we get tickets, we're going to wait outside. I think we should be okay, but we're going to go to Wimbledon. I'm not a huge tennis gal. Obviously my better half, Megan Gailey is. So she is going to dress me for mm-hmm. Wimbledon mm-hmm. and she's going to provide me with Prep, yeah. all of the Wimbledon research that I need to do. Yes. Yeah, so you're going to um, be standing in the queue. That's what they call mm-hmm. it there. My my parents went to Wimbledon. They said it's absolutely amazing. I mean, when you told me I gasped, screamed, it is hallowed ground. It is on par, no pun intended, with the masters. Just the grounds there, the strawberries and the cream. I've already been looking at outfits. Now, tennis is a huge trend in fashion right now, Okay, but I think that would almost be a little too on the nose. And Mm -hmm. you've got such great legs. So I'm thinking we're going to do something very like chic that's also active feeling. And I've I've got some ideas. A mood board is developing in my brain. So I've got exciting news to share i'm gonna be going to drum roll please summer <laughs> summer league summer league in vegas this i'm going great. to you summer love league. vegas your baby loves vegas this yes. is perfect for you yeah so cj has to go to summer league for work and so i was like maybe i should let megan dress me for summer league since i'm dressing her for wimbledon <laughs> I love this idea. Um, now this is what Conrad's seventh trip to Vegas. Yeah, he's actually the mayor of Vegas now, um, and sits on the uh, city council. So, are you he, concerned at all about like DF- DCFS being called because you've taken your baby to Vegas so many times? No, I am concerned about them being called that we're taking him there when it's going to be 115 degrees and he <laughs> sweats. You know, him and I are both night sweaters, so I'm like, what is he? What, what can we do with him? Because there's water parks and stuff, but he can't go to a water park. He can't no. even be outside in that. So I don't, I'm, uh, I'm really trying to, I said, can we go to a Pacers game? And CJ goes, oh, not every team goes. And it caused a fight in our marriage. Oof. Yeah. Well, I, um, I know my husband will be jealous that you are at summer league. That is something that he would love to do. And I'm going to, I'm going to come up with a little mood board for your, your Vegas outfit. Um, so this is very exciting. The Megans are dressing each other, but I think, uh, just to get back on track, we should sort of, uh, I want to say kick things off, but we've really already kicked off this show with a bang. So let's get into our morons and our menches of the week. Okay. Um, I got a lot of menches this week. So I'm uh-huh. going to start with those. Um, one is from the golf world. Oh, my God. She is a total queen. We are not giving her enough attention. Podcast mensch, because she was going to be my mensch until I saw she was yours. So I'm co-signing it hard. Rose Zhang. Oh, my God. So this gal, I don't know why we... I haven't heard her name until this weekend when she won her pro debut in the LPGA. But I learned that she she broke Tiger Woods win streak record at Stanford. She Mm -hmm. is arguably the most dominant amateur athlete of all time. I'm saying amateur. Amateur. Okay. All All right. And we are just I am just hearing about her now. Um. 
She's going to be a queen. I love how when she won, they gave her the roses. I think that's going to be a big thing in the golf world. We have a lot to look forward to as it relates to Rose. She was on the Today Show. She did her whole press tour. Um, She's the real deal. And this is exciting for the golf world. The next Michelle Wee, but bigger and better. And also, Michelle, we was so young. We were putting a lot of pressure. This girl has already proven it. I had heard about her because they love her on PTI. They're both obsessed with her. And she had set her sights on making the cut for her first LPGA event. And then she went on to win. It was the first time a debut win happened in 70 years, seven zero years. So A Star is Born, so exciting and amazing for the game. Um, My other mensch is Norma Hunt, RIP, unfortunately, um, Mrs. Kansas City Chief. Um, She married Lamar Hunt, and she is the only woman, maybe only person to attend every single Super Bowl, which is a feat in itself. She passed away this past weekend, and she is my mensch for a lot of reasons. The NFL did this feature on women in the NFL not too long ago. And it was all of the females in ownership and it Mm -hmm. included Norma Hunt. And this woman is a bad and um, she's been around a long time. She still looks really hot. And when I die, I hope I die looking as hot as Norma Hunt. She's a queen. RIP lost a legend. She looks like the mom from Growing Pains, and that's high compliments. Um, I'm also hoping since she went to every single Super Bowl, we got to get her, and maybe I'll write it. NFL, you want to give me the rights. An an 80 for Brady style, like seeing her from young age all the way through the decades. I think that would be really interesting. And in that documentary Mm -hmm. that NFL Network did about the gals of football, um, she talked about naming the Super Bowl and how it came about. And she and Lamar Hunt were in a supermarket and they had those super balls, you know, those those um, balls that you can throw on the ground and they go up really, really okay. high. Uh-huh. And she like jokingly made a comment like Super Bowl. And then the name just stuck. And now she it's named trademarked. the Super Bowl. I think it was a collective effort, but that is where the idea came from the Super Bowl that you see. And now we can't even say that because it's trademarked and we have to call it the big game. Wow. So um, she's another one of my mentions. Do I have any more? Um, Oh, Travis Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, another one of my mentions this week, sticking with the Kansas City Chiefs. They went to the White House this week to be honored for winning the Super Bowl. And Travis Kelsey had this amazing, hilarious moment. I'm not sure if it was choreographed with Patrick Mahomes, but after Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey were taking a picture with President Joe Biden, holding up the Biden Kansas City Chiefs jersey, Kelsey went over to the mic and for just a split second was about to address the nation. Patrick Mahomes just um, just kind of scurried him away. So um, I don't know if it's choreographed, but it was great. It looked very authentic. Got a good laugh out of me. Travis Kelsey, keep doing Travis Kelsey things. Um, when your career is over, there's going to be lots and lots and lots of reality shows. I know we said the same thing with Gronk. I think Travis Kelsey has a better personality and yeah. he's smarter. 
Andy's just like savvier about it all. Mm-hmm. I would also, I say, get him back to the mic. I'd love to hear his ideas on policies. I think, mm-hmm. you know, like he's a man of the people. He's from the Midwest. I think he probably could really get some things done and get some people to reach across the aisle. Okay. So my mensch this week is CBS Miami reporter, Samantha Rivera. Love this, her. This uh, clip went viral. She was at the... Uh, the uh, Stanley Cup finals reporting for the Panthers and uh, a Vegas fan tries to enter her shot and she shakes her head and she is a gorgeous gal doesn't look like she's she's got, tiny she's she tiny. is a tall lanky gal she is built like me she's Cute. got chicken arms and she throws a, a stiff arm stiff yes. arm if anything I'm like I think the dolphins should look into her because she shakes her head. She goes, Nope, that's not going to happen. Stiff arms this guy out of the shot. Now, Megan, you and I, I have, Oh my God. I remember doing a show live from the Super Bowl and a, and like a 12 year old boy, maybe he was 16. I get him confused making a very inappropriate gesture behind my head. Um, I've had men jump on stage while I've been doing stand up, like, as as gals who have been out, we've had to deal with this and to see her truly manhandle a guy and then go right into. I just said this. I love this girl. I do, too. I underestimated her strength, as I think yeah. the man who crashed her shot did and America did. So shout out to her. I'm with you. I do think some team needs to look into bringing her in for the stiff arm. I didn't. I didn't think she was capable of doing that, just given her size. So definitely overperformed. And then then she's like, and let's get right into the highlights. Yeah, (laughs) what a pro. Women are incredible. Um, Okay, Eddie, give us your mensch. Sure. I'm going to do baseball here uh, and credit to me for doing this with a former Met pitcher, but I'm sure you guys have seen the news, the Jacob deGrom UCL yeah. injury. What does that it's mean? So sad. Ligament means Tommy John surgery. Um, he's only been in the, in the majors for nine seasons, which is crazy to think about. I feel like he's been around for such a long time, six seasons. Uh, if you're counting this one too, with an ERA under three, I mean, the guy's an all-time pitcher. If you think about this generation of who's the top pitcher, you could probably say Kershaw, uh, Scherzer are obviously up there. You could probably throw Garrett Cole, but really, I think if you had to win a game with a guy who's going to keep the team, the opposing team with like just dead bats, it's Jake DeGrom and seeing him cry, um, it, giving this like sort of press conference interview thing when he has to announce it is just, it, it really is heartbreaking. Um, I know even Mets fans, the Mets organization, obviously they didn't, they, he left the Texas Rangers, signed a five or eight hundred, uh, $185 million deal. Um, not that they're happy to, to be rid of this problem because they obviously feel from he's an all time great in their franchise, but, um, it's just the thing that happens now. You have these pitchers that, you know, back in the day used to throw nine innings and then come back and pitch the next day. They can't do it anymore. They're throwing five, six innings because the, the, the breaking balls are just so difficult on their shoulders and on their elbows. And this is a guy that when he's right. Uh, he is unhittable and it just it just stinks for him just to do that. And he's having he was having a good season too, like I said, with an ERA under three this year. I believe he's under two. So it stinks to the Rangers. It really stinks for DeGrom. But Tommy John is on a death sentence. Hopefully he comes true. back better uh in a year or two and then he's back to his old self because we really want to see that. It's a joy to watch him pitch. So um he gets my mention of the lead because he is really one of the best pitchers of this generation. I watched him cry last night and it really gave me all the feels because when any athlete, no matter your level, sustains an industry, an ind- when any athlete doesn't matter what level it is, sustains an injury 
of that magnitude, whether it's an ACL or a UCL or whatever it is, and they're going to miss substantial time, you get to really see how much these athletes love the sport and just processing, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to do what I absolutely love to do for a year. I mean, I'm going to have to take four weeks off of running coming up here in the next couple of months. And I'm already mentally trying to prepare myself for that. Um, And I'm probably going to cry. So seeing these professional athletes who do it on the largest stage and, you know, they make millions of dollars, obviously, but just that really shows their love of the game. And my heart did break a little bit for DeGrom because this is life changing. I mean, his life changed in an instant and watching Mm -hmm. him react to that just really pulled up my heartstrings. So all the, all the love to Jacob DeGrom and any athlete out there who is suffering an an injury. I keep saying industry instead of injury, which is very bizarre of me. But Um, the other day, the other day, CJ joked that Conrad was going to tear his ACL. And I said, no, don't even joke about that. And then he goes, he doesn't have an ACL yet, Um, but still scary. Okay. Um, All right. Let's, let's get into our morons. I'll go first. I'm staying with hockey. All right. Uh, Eddie, are you proud of me? Um, My moron is going to a writer out of Oregon. His name is Nick Daschle. He tweeted on June 5th, two days ago, what's a professional sports championship parade look like in Vegas? I think we're about to find out because the Vegas Knights have been dominant in the Stanley Cup finals so far. Now, the reason he's my moron, he's getting absolutely dunked on because the Aces won a WNBA championship. And not Mm. only did they win a championship, their parade was epic. They shut down the Las Vegas Strip. That is unprecedented. And so the tweet has been ratioed beyond ratioed of people sharing images from the parade that he is now acting like never happened. And I think it's great that it's not just aces fans and players, Asia Wilson, obviously weighed in Kelsey Plum, but, um, Plumley, but then uh, people outside of it being like, Hey, idiot, you can't say that you can't just discredit. Now, I'm sure he's an absolutely fine person, but I love seeing all the people come come to bat and and just like seeing these images. I'm like, yeah, bad. I'm going to be honest. I totally forgot that the Aces won. Uh, so I would have had a brain fart there, too. But this is good. This is good for the sport, right? People are re- being reminded about it. So yeah. um, I hope in a weird way his tweet could help recognize women's basketball because we don't pay enough attention to it. And I put myself in that group. I don't pay enough attention to it. So that one is on me, too. Shout you out. Know- you know what the Gailey Toledano family is doing on Father's Day? We are taking Conrad to Crypto.com Arena for his very first time to go see a Sparks game. Um, yeah, it's at like the perfect time. I think the crowd amount will be ideal. Tickets are, are very affordable. So it's like we can sit close and not feel like if we have to leave because he has a meltdown. So it's actually kind of an ideal event to take a little kid to. I'm saying this without having gone yet. That's great. There's a lot of changes going on in my life right now, and I will share more when I am allowed to do so. But one of the things I am very excited about is that I might be able to go see Paige Beckers in person. So yeah. there we go. There's a little- side. This is how we get courtside <laughs> WNBA games. <laughs> um, my moron of the week. Oh boy, Jay Monahan, who is the commissioner of the PGA <sighs> 
we're going to dive into this a little bit during this segment right now, but um, the PGA has merged with Live Golf, as you saw, and um, Jay really had to walk back a lot of things that he said because he buried Liv. And when I say buried Liv, I mean, he truly buried them. Dug a um, hole and then hid the shovel. Exactly. Um, shamed players who joined, said absolutely ridiculous things, calling people, saying that they were supporting terrorism. And then just completely undercover, the players, including the top players, like people like Tiger Woods, Rory McElroy. this merger on Twitter. So this whole thing was kept under wraps. I think Jay's days as commissioner are numbered. Um, I don't think he's going to make it much longer at all as commissioner. Um, and now all of these players that stood behind Jay saying, listen, I'm not going to take Saudi money. They're the ones who get screwed in the end of the day because they're not getting paid what the live golfers are going to get paid. And now it's yeah. all one big happy family singing Kumbaya, which I'm, I'm glad that we get all of the best golfers in the same tournaments. Now that's how it always should have been, but this finger pointing and shaming over things when in the end of the day, it was all about money to begin with and to end with, this is ridiculous. And it is quite possibly one of the biggest sports scandals that we've ever seen happen. Yeah, I would be interested to know how this deal came about when these conversations started. I think no one was shot. Like everyone was saying this will happen at some point. The NFL and AFL ABA NBA, like all of these things have happened. Mergers happen for the players to not know at all is evil almost and if i'm rory mcelroy i am gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna reggie miller jay's house like that's how mad i am i'm gonna burn his damn house down because rory first of all rory needs to go and say give me my three million dollar fine back because rory did skip to a tournament after missing the cut at the Masters, I believe. And I think all of that was because of the questioning and the campaigning and the standing firm as the face of the PGA and saying, this is what we're doing. That pressure compounded on him and it made it made him need a mental health break. So I'm asking for my $3 million back, which I know Jay has because he's getting a lot of money. Also, it reminded me of this thing my mom told me when I was younger, where she was like, whenever your friends break up with their significant others, even if you hate them, watch what you say, because you never know when they're going to get back together. Mm -hmm. And then everything you've said is still sitting out in the air and you can't take any of it back. And mm -hmm. so Rory has really been the one to have to turn on friendships, turn on his colleagues, stand firm and that's an orn iron boy you know like they're very stubborn and and now he's just left flopping in the wind while jay catches the biggest check in the history of checks and i'm look how fired up i am about it and i'm not even involved in any way yeah jay's a real idiot and i think it this feels story is, feels like a snake yeah this story is is only just beginning i know but there is another season of 
full swing coming out. So I mm-hmm. hope we get really all Can, the yeah. inside and, information because in season one, I thought we were going to get more on live golf and yeah. I don't think we got enough. Can we get golf. some guys with some personality too? I don't know. I don't know if you need to give them like two shots before they start filling, but some of these duds, like we got it. We got a pre-interview. Let's get some Bravo producers over on full swing. Let's get the wives, the kids. We re- let's, let's pump up the golf. Well, now volume. we have Brooks Kepka's hot wife is pregnant yeah. his hot wife oh, that he hates is pregnant so this could make for oh, a boy. great tv series here if they do it right so they better do it right okay eddie give us your moron so i'm going to go back to baseball but this time <laughs> it's about a baseball stadium and and gaily you may fight me on this one but dodger stadium gets my my moron of the week uh number one adam uh adam wow aaron judge yesterday going on the il for an injured toe why is he have an injured toe well he makes an unbelievable catch in right field on, on saturday uh breaks down their wall they have faulty walls going in the right field not padded well enough uh for my superstar my al mvp everyone's al mvp and now he misses the game on sunday which the yankees won anyway and then he goes on the il uh all because of this faulty wall and the third oldest stadium uh, baseball stadium in America. Now the other issue I have with it. So now I, I went to the game with meatballs on Friday, the only loss the Yankees had versus the, uh, the Dodgers in this series. Um, seven, 10 first pitch. Uh, the game was over uh, roughly around nine 30 or so, because now with the pitch clock, my first ever pitch clock game, it was just so fast. It was great to, to see a, a really quick baseball game, especially when you have uh, two pro- high profile teams. I, th- I believe the game was uh, nationally televised too. It usually would extend it. Right. Night. Yeah. So it usually extends it. So we get to our car and we're trying to leave uh, the stadium. And I'm not going to knock it for the prices. Obviously, every big market team or a big city team has expensive beer and food and parking and all that jazz. But leaving Dodger Stadium, maybe the single worst outside of the Rose Bowl is the worst baseball stadium I've ever been to in terms of leaving, exiting a parking lot. It took more time to leave Chavez Ravine than it did mm-hmm. to to watch the entire nine inning Yankees Dodgers game. and. Mm-hmm. I it's like you have one lane to get in and out. There's no you're you're perched up on this hill, so to speak, with nothing else going on. There's no bars or restaurants to hang out. There's like there's no way to kill time and you're near parks, but they close off the park lanes to you can drive through the parks at night to escape and go a different direction home. That was such a bad experience. And I was so excited to see the Yankees play there for the first time since I moved out here in 2016. I've always had to travel down 45 miles to Anaheim. I finally see the Yankees play in Dodger Stadium, an iconic stadium. And this is how it, it, it ends. So I'm glad the Yankees won the following two games. They won the series. Uh, it stinks that judges hurt, but Dodger Stadium, you got to I know they're trying to build some like trolley system thing, but it, it drops you up by a train station. Hand up, never taking the train in L.A., never plan on taking the train in L.A., but they need to figure out some sort of system to get people out of here because sitting in your car for two hours with nothing else to do is a terrible experience. Yeah, so I'm actually not going to disagree with you. I find Dodger Stadium to be absolutely stunning. And when you say it's perched up on this hill, it has breathtaking views. It's so gorgeous at sunset. I 
Uh, what I do as an able-bodied person usually is park down an echo park and then walk up the hill. That is, that's a bit of a hike. It's not easy to do. When I went with my parents, my dad has limited mobility. So we have his handicap placard. Like we have everything at, at our advantage to park as close as we can. And it's still impossible. That being said, I went to a Beyonce concert at Dodger Stadium. Incredible. Lemonade tour. Absolutely amazing. Getting out of there was hell on earth. Like it, there was one, there was only one place where they wouldn't even let us walk out. It was truly insane. And now Beyonce is coming back to LA. I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to go again because it was that bad. She's going to be at SoFi. And I said, okay, I can go. Um, because it really, it's such a, it's such a gorgeous stadium. I will say they did displace an entire community of Mexican Americans to build it. So it is built on some sort of a poltergeist that I do think the ghosts of those people are cursing it and making the traffic that bad. But it's like, it. I paid for premium parking. I've gotten Ubers. I've walked up and it's just hard. LA traffic, man. I, I know. Uh, I and we can't never relate, stop. but I hear about it all the I know. time. Um, Eddie, I'm glad to hear that you are back to watching sports. This is very exciting. Um, my White Sox are playing your Yankees. They did win last night. So good for the White Sox. They are on a four-game win streak. We can get more into that when we talk about baseball. But I'm happy for Eddie. He took a little break, started bird watching, and now now he's back into sports. So this he's this is watching. a this can is I, a good this is a good time. Oh, he's back. Can he's I back. can I say the the only well I I do watch the NHL Stanley Cup, but the last two sporting events I've watched non Stanley Cup playoff hockey were uh, obviously in person Yankees Dodgers and the two Yankees Dodgers games after that, and then while I was in Hawaii. At one of the breweries, I watched uh, the University of Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, best name in all of uh, of college sports, play the University of Santa Barbara Gauchos. Also love the Gauchos name, uh, in baseball. So now I'm a full blown Hawaii Rainbow Warriors fan. So the last few sporting events I watched Yankees, Dodgers, a little bit of Yankees, White Sox last night, and then uh, the Rainbow Warriors versus the Gauchos. That That's my sports watching the last like two and a half weeks. The Gauchos, right. baby. Um, I've been Rainbow. really into the college baseball. The games really do need a pitch clock because they are far too long. But I was watching Tennessee against, oh, who the heck were they were playing? Tennis. Clemson. Clemson. And uh, that game went into extra innings. And these umpires, they had some highlight moments in their career during reviews. And I just think that these umpires after review, they have to practice at home in front of their wife, right? Yeah. Like it's like, hey, the spotlight oh, is wow. on me. I'm going to make the call. And then they do their out or they do their safe. And it's uh, I mean, if you're going to be an umpire, you got to practice the dramatic call, right? Yeah, I think a lot of umpires are probably divorced. So I think they're mm -hmm. probably practicing in the mirror. Yeah, you, you um, bring up a good point. Okay, with that, let's take a quick break and we will be back with all of our other sports news. Why should you bet with Caesars Sportsbook? Two words, Caesars Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and so much more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. Must be 21 plus. Must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. 
gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Or in Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Washington, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. In Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, we are back. And Taylor Swift has put a curse on all of the NBA franchises. If you don't believe me, just Google it. Everything you find on the internet is true. Mm -hmm. And there are statistics to back this one up. After Taylor Swift's Eras Tour made a stop in Glendale, Arizona, boom, sons, you're out of here. Then Mm. she goes over to Philly, 76ers, see you later. Then she's Mm -hmm. in Foxborough, Massachusetts. You're done, Celtics. New York Knicks. Um, she put a curse on them as well. Golden State Warriors, the Lakers. I mean, if you are Miami or you are Denver, you are looking at the schedule right now saying, please do not come here. And good news for them is um, she's she's not yet. She is stopping in Denver on July yep. 14th and 15th, which is coming up. But you know but where she's not going? Miami. Miami. And the closest she's going is Tampa. So that actually bodes very well. So the series is now tied 1-1. And this is bad for the Nuggets and good for literally everyone else. Because mm-hmm. that game won, Megan, it was boring. Yeah. And and I think this matchup was already kind of lackluster. And I know the Nuggets have been complaining about like, no one likes us. It's like, yeah, I, 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 we don't, you guys don't talk about us. It's like, 
you have a MVP um, who who is, is the best player in the world right yes. now. I mean, and he scored like, 41 points in game two and the passes he makes are breathtaking. They're unbelievable. I don't know how he gets the ball to go in the right spot every single time, but what he's doing is insane. Um, I uh, like Jamal Murray, but other but than like, that, the but team lacks Joker doesn't pop off. Yeah, he doesn't pop off the screen. Yes. They, there's one photo of him as a fat kid that we've seen a hundred times. Um, his wife is pretty and his baby is cute. But it's and like, it's he got his... drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. Yes. So, but it's like all of those storylines have kind of been beaten to death. That this isn't even on him. He is. Uh, he is needs to be focused on basketball. I put this on the Nuggets PR and marketing. It's like craft something around him. Make him a star because he's funny and I'm and the brothers are great but it's like there's we got it we got to dig deeper on on this history and who he is he needs a gimmick he needs he needs a gimmick because listen I know you hate Tyler Hero but at least Tyler Hero makes you feel Nikola Jokic doesn't make you feel the brothers make me feel yeah um okay so this game two it looks like the Nuggets are going to win. They're up by 15. And I, at the end of the third, I turned it off. I needed to go cook dinner. I had a baby to watch. And I was like, oh, okay, well, this is the end. And I'm not going to really be watching any more finals. And then lo and behold, I find out they win. And now everybody is back talking about this. So I know Michael Malone is disappointed and really called out his team. And I, I'm actually fine with him calling out his team. I heard Kendrick Perkins say yesterday, this is the NBA finals. We don't have time for people's feelings. So That's it's true. like, if, if you don't like that, he called you out, play better. Um, could he call Could he have called you out privately? Yes. But I, but he's done this in the past, whatever. Now this game, has, this series has intrigue and I think has brought everyone back in. And now we're switching to Miami and, and Miami is one of those cities that I think the rest of the country, much in the same way as Los Angeles, we love to like hate watch. Yes. Like when they do the whiteout, we like to look at all the slimy, weird used car dealers that are sitting courtside, that lady that's in her weird heat prom dress like they're a fun place to look at them and go god i'm glad i don't live there but they're at least interesting yes and now even more interesting because they do have personality obviously they have jimmy butler but then they have a lot of guys who are afterthoughts who have been putting on huge performances you look at someone like duncan robinson and he has been he's been really good and he um he plays a lot better when he gets more minutes. And then the question looming over this team, they could definitely use another offensive piece. Tyler Hero, I know you don't like him, but his status is to be determined. And I think since they even the series at one, this kind of gives Miami a little bit of window to say, okay, we, we could, um, we could get Tyler Hero back into into the rotation here and maybe steal another game and make this a series because they do need depth offensively. It's been guys stepping up left and right to make this a series. I just worry that Tyler Hero, you know, he hasn't played almost the entirety of the playoffs and look Mm -hmm. where this eight seed has wound up. So obviously he's he's the third best player on the team. He's, he's a vital piece, but they've made it this far without him. I don't want him to come back and go, well, I'm Tyler Hero. I want to, but it's like, he needs to fold in where he can find some space. And, and if that's, if that's six or seventh man, you need to be okay with it. Tyler. 
And I think he will be. And if this, okay. if the Heat win as an eight seed, I think it could be known as right one of the the most impressive playoff performances by any team of all time. Yeah, and so- the best coaching job ever by Spo. Half Filipino. Um, I am doing CJ is doing a watch party of game four into a stand-up show on Friday mm. that I'm performing at. There's gonna be a taco truck and open bar. So I mean, that's a that's a game four win for me. Uh, the Heat plus 215 odds to win it all. The Nuggets minus 265. Um, when is the next time I'm going to be in a legal gambling state tomorrow? So I'm going to I'm going to put money on the heat plus 225 and then also do it illegally today as soon as we are done with this podcast. Elsewhere in the NBA, the Suns hired Frank Vogel as I'm happy head for Frank. coach. Yes. Yeah, um, there's a lot of talent out there right now. I'm sure any team, uh, including the Celtics, they would have been lucky to get a guy like Frank Vogel. But, you know, they're they're sticking with with uh, second row Joe as uh, as Bill Simmons calls him. But, um, you know, I'm I'm happy for Frank Vogel. So there's some talk that Devin Booker, that Frank Vogel was not Devin Booker's choice. And Uh-oh. it's like, you know what? That's fine. Devin, like, you don't this. The Suns have underachieved so grossly and have now um, run off an incredible coach in Monty Williams that it's like, maybe you don't get to pick who's next. And and I know that that's really the NBA standard of like, we need these superstars to co-sign, but it's like, I, I Devin Booker, you're actually not LeBron. Um, and I'm not even saying that on a playing, I'm saying that on like a power level. Like if this is who your new owner wants, who I think is a good owner and is, and is making a lot of improvements, this new TV deal that they're doing is unprecedented in a business fashion then you kind of yeah you didn't get your first pick sorry well they gotta to figure things out because this has become the norm among nba players as that players feel like they should have a say in who the coach is and then they pout out when they don't get what they want so this is a big problem in the nba and um we'll see how devin booker responds right i mean maybe he's angry now maybe when he gets in the building he'll change his tune a little bit but um it is a growing problem uh players just can't i there are parts of this player's era that i am fully behind and there are other parts where i say listen we cannot have players running the league we just especially do it if you haven't proven that you have the skills to do it, Devin Booker, what have you won? Nothing. So exactly. you don't get to pick. Well, um, you just in- spoke about LeBron and um, LeBron has been in the news because his old friend Kyrie Irving has contacted LeBron about joining the Mavericks. Uh, I don't think this is going to happen. No. Uh, not not one bit. And I am just curious to see how that phone call went down and why anybody really still talks to Kyrie. This there's no way this is going to happen. I'm worried this may be some sort of bait and switch because it's so insane. It also it's like I don't know why Kyrie would even want to be in Dallas. Like nothing about that seemed like a good situation for him, for Luca, for the team as a whole. Listen, and- Luca, LeBron, and Kyrie on the same team. I would love it. The athleticism would be amazing. But the problem is, oh, I thought you were going to say from there's- a drama standpoint. I'm That's like, yeah, let's problem. get the cameras from rolling. A, from a drama standpoint, it will never work out. But you have three phenomenal players that could put something athletically together. But chemistry-wise, it's never going to happen. I want to know all these players that have Kyrie's phone number. When he texts or calls, 
what is the thought process process that goes through their head? Because we all have that one friend, or maybe it's a parent, or maybe it's an in-law, or maybe it's um, a cousin, somebody. Maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's me. I group text everybody all the time. It's not you for me. It's not you for me. When Kyrie's name comes up on the phone, is it just like... Oh, God, I don't have time for this right now. Oh, boy. Do I have 30 minutes? Um, I, I bet his answer. name. I bet his name is stored as do not answer. <laughs> you know, like, I don't even think his name pops up. I think it's like the eyes emoji. Like, uh, uh, uh. Um, but no, because you can't you can't because then if you're out in public and someone sees like if you're at like a bar or you're sitting having lunch and, and your phone pops up Kyrie Irving, everyone's like, so you got to have you got to have a code name and be like, oh, it's uh, my grandma, Shirley. Maybe we should start saving that person in our phone collectively as Kyrie as Irving. Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Great idea. I, I, think, um, I think it's pretty good. Um, I do have a little uh, hmm, a little hmm for us here. So on social media, uh, Brad Van Fleet shared a gorgeous photo of his cute little son wearing baby Tatum ones, tiny little shoes, baby Tatum ones. And he's playing basketball and he tagged Jason Tatum and said, tell Deuce that we're coming in. And it made me think, oh my God, is Fred Van Fleet going to the Celtics? Now I know this is a smoke and mirrors type of rumor, but if it did come out that he was going to the Celtics, I'm just going to say reporter Megan Connolly was on it first because of this Instagram post. Because the cute kids. You got to follow the cute kids. Um, Speaking of the Celtics, Sam Cassell, who I used to refer to as one of the ugliest men in the NBA, who actually has, his look has kind of grown on me. It's sort of like, striking now um has joined the celtics coaching staff now many think that sam cassell deserves a head coaching job oh, he is and ugly so they're so they're, i don't I'm know how he's right i don't now. know how he's aged i don't know how he's aged um so i think people are thinking oh he's joined the celtics coaching staff missoula was basically on the verge of getting fired if he hadn't had that absolute historic turnaround so if missoula poopies the bed maybe sam cassell steps in and and so now we're doing interim to interim to interim to inter you know it just kind of feels i don't know a little a little shaky out there in Boston, Megan. Uh, Sam Cassell is one of those guys. <laughs> is smiling and puts, looking at him. <laughs> as soon as he puts glasses on, way better. I respect him a lot more. I don't know. Yeah. He's more attractive with glasses. I take him more seriously with glasses. He could run a business by walking through a room wearing those glasses. Oh my god, my light just went off. Ah, oh. um, but. Yeah, without the glasses, it's Oof, it's a tough. It's a yeah, tough. Yeah, now I, you know. I was like, I haven't, I haven't um seen how he aged. Yeah, the glasses are good. The gla- Okay, yes. We so we just need to do glasses all the time. Yeah, I think that's the move. You know, some people remove the glasses. Like I had LASIK eye surgery, um, and I think it's changed my life for the better. Other people, when they remove their glasses, it's not good. Stick with the glasses, Sam. That's that's what I like out of you. All right, anything else in the NBA? Oh, Anything you know, there else? was this there was this Lakers mural that was kind of going viral. It's in a parking lot and it's all the Lakers greats and they painted AD over the handicap spot. <laughs> so people are really I think but it's like it's a parking lot. There's got there's definitely 
a handicapped spot somewhere in it. Someone's got to go over it. But um, it made me laugh if you want to look it up. But that's it. Um, oh, also, in, in terms of Summer League, uh, Victor Wembanyama is allegedly, it's not official yet. He's going to be the number one overall pick for the San Antonio Spurs. He's seven foot two. He's only 19 years old. We think this guy is going to be seven four, maybe seven five. He is a generational player. There has not been a hype around a prospect like this since probably LeBron James, but it is reported that it is looking like he will make his debut in Sacramento, not in Vegas at summer league. That's not completely official yet. So we will see what happens. The Spurs have said, of course, they've said that, that they're going to back him with whatever he chooses as they should, because he is Wemby and he's going to change the game. Um, Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Okay, we are back with NFL news. Um, I texted you Monday night Mm -hmm. uh, about a little program called Selling Sunset. Um, Now, Selling Sunset, it's now it's in its sixth season. I've watched every single season. It's it's incredible, like laundry folding TV. You know, it's like great to have on in the background. The episodes are fast. Now, there is a new character, a new gal on the show. Her name is Brie, like the cheese. And she was launched onto the show. And her claim to fame at first was that she had Nick Cannon's 10th or 11th baby. She said even she didn't know if it was her if it was his 10th or 11th. So, so go- I am not a reality TV show watcher. I'm uh-huh. I'm not. I used to watch The Bachelor like years and years and years ago, but I just I don't watch reality TV. Now I know you watch reality TV. I watched All Love is Blind with you when yeah. I was at your house. I did watch one full season of Love is Blind. Reality TV It is very interesting. It's not for me. But because you texted me that Johnny Manziel's ex-wife is on Selling Sunset. Well, now you messed up. You messed up my reveal. I'm sorry. But I said, oh, I got to watch this show. I need to watch the show. So I sat down in my bedroom. I pulled up the show. And Megan, my mind is completely blown away by these women. I don't know how they get into this industry of selling luxury homes to famous people. I don't know how these women look the way that they do, but they are making bank looking well, good. We don't doing know that. It. We don't know that. We actually don't we don't know that they're making bank. Because, Did you okay. see some of the commission on these homes? I mean, but they're they, making $300,000 for selling one home. 
But see, and this is how I can tell you're not a reality watcher. We don't know that they're actually the listing agents on those. It's all for the show. So it's like, yes, they're saying the commission is $350,000. You know how many times I've seen them actually sell a house? Like once or twice. So this girl who is Nick Cannon's, I, I hate even saying baby mama, but like she is that of his 10th or 11th child. It is then revealed that she was married to Johnny Manziel for a year. And so that is why I texted Megan because I said, we got Johnny Manziel's ex. What? So she has Nick Cannon as a open relationship. Johnny Manziel. It's, it's truly baffling. And then there's a woman whose name is Amanza, not Amanda, Amanza. And she was married to an NFL player who I didn't even know. So we're talking like deep cut here. Um, yeah, also, the show Breeze, is Breeze. Breeze, a wild woman. So she's six yeah. weeks postpartum during the first episode. I don't know. I'm going to have to watch episode two. It's going to have to be by myself. My husband will kick me out of the house if I turn this stuff on while we are watching something. But um, six weeks postpartum wearing a mini skirt. What yeah, appears to be a crop top with a crop blazer. Hey. How is she six weeks postpartum walking around like this? And and like the thing is that six weeks you can't even have had like fat frozen off. Like it's really crazy. She also I've seen before and afters of her face. She has a whole new face, which that stuff always fascinates me when someone gets like a full face off face transplant <laughs> because it's like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess Johnny Manziel fell in love with your new face. Um, So we're keeping an eye on this, on this Brie character. And, and it did remind me, like I, when Johnny Manziel was Johnny football, I yeah. loved it. It was one of the most exciting times in college football. And then obviously what happened with the Browns, Johnny Manziel goes through a lot of stuff. I remember it was like four or five years ago. He released this Instagram video that he was going to make a comeback. I was all behind it. He was selling merch. I bought a lost in the sauce hat because that was his logo. It said I was lost in the sauce and now I found myself. So no. I bought one of the hats because we've all been lost. through that. You are lost. And um, I, you know, Johnny Manziel is a crazy man in himself, but it is one of those sad stories. And I'm like, ah, oh, you were so fun in college football. Why isn't he on an XFL? Isn't he on an XFL team? Uh, I, I don't think so right now. He was trying out, I think, at some point, but um, no, okay, I, don't, so, I don't know where he's um, at right now. The other big story out of the NFL this week uh, involves the Colts. Uh, a cornerback named Isaiah Rogers, who I do follow on Instagram, so that means he's one of my favorites. And he is being investigated by the league for gambling. Um, they're saying it's a lot of bets, um, included some bets on his own team. We all saw the product the Colts put on the the field last year. I think you're an idiot if you didn't take the under on that team because they were really bad. This is becoming a problem throughout yes. the NFL, right? Like a lot yes. of these players, a lot of staff members are getting in trouble. So they can't bet on the NFL. That is rule number one. And then rule number two is you can't bet on any sports while you're at the facility. And I know it's very tempting because it is so easy to just put bets in on your phone and sort of get lost and forget where you're at. But remember, they're always tracking us. So oh, yeah. just when it is March Madness and you're in the locker room with your buddies and you're talking about all of these teams and you're talking about your brackets and you're talking about the heat during the finals and you're saying, oh, I'm going to put a bet on them at plus 215. Just wait until you pull into your driveway. Don't do it in the facility or 
My DMs will be open. Slide on in. I'll put all of your bets in for you, professional athletes. And we can we can come up with a little commission situation here because um, all the people who are anti gambling, I don't like you. I just don't um, get out of my life. They're going to be like, oh, gambling's ruining the game. It's not. Listen, gambling's been around for a very, very long time. Yeah, have you ever now heard of it is just much easier to do. Um, and I know we can't have players betting on games that they're a part of, but uh, the NFL is going to have to figure this whole thing out. And I was this talking is to what... some guys that are like writers for Patriots.com about betting on March Madness. And they're like, I can't do it. And I was no, like, when no, I... that is dumb. You should be able to. When I worked at the NFL, there were very strict rules. I remember being with CJ in a sports book and we took like a Instagram story of us smoking a cigar. And they were like, you need to take down that video right now. Like, it's like, okay, I, I get that. The, the thing that really bums me, it comes across very holier than thou. It's very do as I say, not as I do, because the NFL is saying you can't do this. It is bad while also having the largest sponsor of the league be gambling sites at this point. So I know the rules are in place, but like you're taking the biggest amount of money and then saying, no, you can't have any of it. And I just, I, as a fan who is like always teetering on like, I love the product. I love the spirit of it, but here's this growing list of grievances I have with the league. This is really at the top of it right now. And and I don't like it. I hated it before it was affecting my team. Now it's affecting a player that I really like, I think is a good guy. I don't think this is like a, a moral knock on his character. It's just like, guys, we got to figure something out because you can't have your hand down the pocket of all of these gambling sites and then hitting your own players away. It rings really nasty to me. Yeah, we just can't have like we can't have NBA players betting on the NBA. We can't I say have, we can. I think it's no, fun. I, I think just, it's fun. I, I don't I, think we can do that. There, I mean, there's devil's a advocate. That they're getting fun. they're getting paid millions of dollars, right? Like part of that is like, look, we got all this money from these these sponsors, all of that. You're gonna get paid extra. You're gonna get more money as the salary cap goes up, as the the negotiations happen. We just listen. You want to bet if you're an NFL player, you want to bet on the NBA. You want to bet on college football. You want to bet on the WNBA. Go ahead. Do your thing. But, but I think bet some the of NFL. these guys would be playing harder if they had a little money in the game. You know, I'm like, maybe maybe Isaiah Rogers was really trying to make some plays last year because he's like, I got the, I got the over on this. I got to bat the ball away. I'm just it could be fun. I do think like if a player is in a slump and then they bet like their own over on hits, like I like that, you know, maybe a little slump buster. Situation. There you go. And we could get that. Um, and maybe it's like an odds boost, right? They put that on Caesars, right? We got an odds boost for Nikhil Harry to have over a half a catch. I, you know, I would bet the under because he stinks, but maybe Nikhil Harry funds the odds boost. And then that, that happens. So just a little thought. We're we're brainstorming. I know everybody's trying to to figure figure it out. Um, elsewhere in the NFL, the Bills broke ground on a new stadium, one point five billion dollars for a stadium in Buffalo to not have a roof on it. And the people of Buffalo, I don't think they would allow for no, a stadium to have a very roof proud. on it because they love that where they play has this effect of snow and Bill's mafia and Bill's weather. 
But I think it's idiotic to spend $1.5 billion on a brand new stadium that doesn't have a roof on it in Buffalo. Well, because then you take away the fact that you can't host Final Fours, um, a Super Bowl. So you're really limiting the money that you can make outside of just the Bills. But they're proud people. I was at a Bills game once and the field had to be plowed at halftime. So I don't know how deep the pockets of the Buffalo City are. But I, I, I yeah, I, I would be interested to see where the funding came, because if it's coming from the taxpayers and they don't want it, then that's their call. We have odds for the 2024 NFL season. Super Bowl winner odds. The Chiefs are the favorites. Then the 49ers. Then the Eagles at plus 750. That's where I would put my money right now. Bills, Bengals, Jets, Cowboys plus 1500. Division leaders, Chiefs, Saints, Eagles, Bills at plus 135. That's pretty good value. Bengals plus 120. I really like that. Jags, Megan, the Jags are the favorite to win your division at minus 170. The Lions plus 120. Love that. I'm going to put some money on that as well. And the 49ers minus 165. I would just like to point out that me and Eddie's Giants are not mentioned anywhere here. You and, and I don't think Eddie's, my team, your and, and no, like my Giants? Patriots, my Patriots, oh, okay. and then you Eddie's said, Giants okay. are not <laughs> mentioned here. My Patriots don't deserve to be mentioned, so I'm, I'm okay with it. Eddie, okay. I'm sure. Well, has some issues with the Cowboys being a plus 1500 favorite while the Giants I'm, I'm seeing that the Colts are mentioned in the worst regular season record. I, um, I reject that, um, that I am Teflon and that is bouncing off of me. We have the same odds as the Rams and the commanders. Absolutely not. No way. Not a the chance. Buccaneers plus 750 for the worst regular season record. I love those odds, but they also play in a terrible division. So it is, a, it's a little sneaky there. Um, Megan, give us um, give us some baseball thoughts before we have to go. Oh, my White Sox. Liam Hendricks, he made his return. <clears throat> I love his wife. We saw the clip of his wife yelling at an umpire who did not give him the strike three call. Um, this is obviously right after he came back from going through chemotherapy. Um, so I love his wife. She's a true ride or die. It's been so fun to see Liam back. And last week I said on the show, is this the spark that the White Sox need to turn their season around? They have one four Looks in a row. Like. So maybe, maybe it is. I know how this works. And I'm on cloud nine right now because they've won four in a row. Yankees are playing the White Sox. And I'm going to be devastated by the time we record next week. I know how this works. I will be in Chicago on Saturday. And I am going to the White Sox game. So please, please, please. You got to win for Meg. You got to win. Now, do you put ketchup on your hot dog? I do. No, God, no. When I was a child, my father would yell at us to the point where my sister would cry and say, I want ketchup on my hot dog. And he would say, I'm sorry, you're just not allowed to do that in this house. We were like five, which is, and my mom would go, Tom, just let her have the ketchup. And he would say, (laughs) no. And it would truly create a full on family fight. And then my dad would say, if you're going to put ketchup on that hot dog, you're not eating the hot dog. And then my sister's stubborn and would go, fine, then I'm just going to be hungry. And then I would eat my hot dog and go, oh, Melissa, it's so good. And then she would cry more. And it was like a whole fight in right field at Comiskey Park. Wow. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, it all could have been avoided by my father being an adult and saying, listen, I don't really Uh, care. You're five and you can have ketchup (laughs) on your hot dog, but that's not how things in the O'Brien house work. So it's very Chicago. It's very Chicago. Um, anything else on baseball? The Yankees are six and a half games back first in the AL East white Sox 
five and a half games behind first in the AL Central, which is um, exciting. I mean, the AL Central is pretty bad, but I'm I'm going to get excited about it. Uh, the win that they had on Saturday perfectly summed up the season. All three runs that were scored in the game were off of a wild pitch, and they actually had a wild pitch walk-off, which um, the pitcher of the Detroit Tigers drilled the umpire in the face. Um, oh. The ball ricocheted off, and Yoan Mancata scored the game-winning run off of this play, leading to a White Sox victory. So it was kind of like a we-got-lucky victory, which... I'm okay with at this point. Um, All I can say about the Dodgers is that I went to a wedding this weekend in Los Angeles and there were people in Dodgers jerseys there. And I loved it. (laughs) I said, this is formal aware, a white Mookie Betts jersey thing. And like, you know, the bride can't even be mad because she goes, you can't wear white on my wedding day unless it's a Mookie Betts jersey. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, that is all the time we have for this week's edition of Megan Fun of Sports. Um, You got anything to plug, Megan, before we go? Oh, you know what? I have a brand new podcast, actually, um, where we are venting and sharing lots of parenting stories. So if you like when I talk about Conrad on here, you can listen to I Love My Kid, But um, it is on Wondery. And also, I'm going to be going on a little Midwestern tour in the fall um, in September. September, I'll be going to Chicago, Cincinnati, Columbus. And then if you missed the shows in Indianapolis, I'll be doing two more shows in Indianapolis the end of September. Um, and then I'm, I'm doing some shows in July opening up um, for Anthony Jesselnick at some theaters. So stand up. We're still on strike. So those who cannot write, stand up. I love it. Um, This week, Friday Night Smackdown is in Des Moines, Iowa. I will be there backstage reporting on all things bloodline related. And then you can catch me on Monday night, immediately after Monday Night Raw, live on Peacock. I will be in the studio hosting Raw Talk. Very exciting stuff. I hosted it on Monday, about 15 minutes before the show. Realized that I forgot my high heel shoes in my hotel room. Oh my God, what are we going to do? You can see my feet on set. Thankfully, there was a size seven pair of heels in You're the green seven? room. Nope, I'm an 11. Oh, but yeah, you know I was what like, I did? there's no way. <laughs> Jammed that foot in there and hosted the show. If you want to watch like my legs pro. look really awkward and uncomfortable, go on Peacock and watch the rerun. And I promise I will remember my shoes this week. That's all the time we have. Thank you all for listening to this week's edition of Megan Fun of Sports. And we'll see you next week.